Today's episode of Content Academy is actually brought to you by, so a lot of you guys have probably heard of the Property Brothers. Yes, we've talked about them probably a few other times mm-hmm. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They're great sponsors of the show. Yeah, so they make these. They actually designed, so they actually designed our, uh, our studio office. It's just like we hardly ever use it because yeah. of the times. But of when we are there, it looks great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm more excited to head back there soon. But, uh, mm-hmm. So, yes, they've they've kind of extended their reach in, into a few different enterprises, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got the real estate, of course. But now they have begun into this of course video games are popular video games are kind of the toys of of today um, i've heard video games are really huge right now yeah mm-hmm. um so uh we're happy to kind of be sponsored this episode by um super property brothers 2 the lost levels so this is something that you guys may have seen before if a game is so good they go straight to the second one um and even mm-hmm. lost levels yes from a yeah that yeah play. they made the first game didn't release it and then just yeah. decided to keep adding to it and release it as so the sequel good. and it's kind of i mean i want you to imagine because we can't really show anything on a podcast um uh, I want you to imagine if you've seen that. So close movie. your eyes. Yeah, I want you to imagine if you've seen that movie Wreck It Ralph. The little guy fix it, Felix. He's got. He's kind of like Mario with a hammer, basically. Yeah. Think about mm-hmm. that. Because you're building. There's jumping, but you're building. You're hammering. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. a fun part of Property Brothers is, oh, we're gonna tear this part down. We're gonna tear that part down. So you'll do a lot of. That. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a very fun game. You can, of course, play and multiplayer, of course, either two player, Drew or Jonathan. That's Drew or Jonathan. Get our sponsors' names one. right. Yeah. You can <laughs> the third one. Um, of course, they play <laughs> the third property brother. Twins. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a very cool game. It's on the Switch, of course. Everybody's always asking that. Of course, mm-hmm. every game's on the Switch, so it's on there. Um, and people keep asking me, when are they going to add Sonic the Hedgehog? And they are working on getting him. They're working on it. The thing with Sonic is the levels just... He goes through the levels a little too fast. Yeah, the levels are too short for Sonic. Uh, so mm-hmm. By the time you really get up to full speed, he would be done with the level, basically. Yeah. And of course, he does the thing where, I mean, his legs are moving so fast, people. It just looks like it's like a sideways eight most of the time. Yeah. So, and there's no rings in the levels for him, yeah, so it really so wouldn't work if you think about it. They're adding rings, but it's just for this one character. So, I, it I, does have Eggman, so that yeah. is there for him. Yeah. <laughs> it already has Eggman. Yeah, it already has that. We but that, but yeah. So I mean, what do you, what else even is there to say about this game? Property Property Brothers Two: The Lost Levels. Um, it is in stores now, but it's one of those games where you get the physical version, and inside is just a paper with a download code. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's the best they could do. Um. So yeah. So that's what's 
that's 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 our proud sponsor for this episode. Um, mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. the kind of elephant. In I think the they world. are coming out with like they're coming out with some like additional content. You know, they don't Nintendo doesn't update their games very often, but they are going to do an update where they add mini bosses, Chip and Joanna Gaines. <laughs> oh they, yeah, like, fight them. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be. You haven't released yeah. that much of it. It's just like a quick yeah. teaser of like you see the level of Waco, Texas. And you're like, Gosh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's be the games, you guys. Everyone's so, here. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be tight. Uh, yeah. So on to kind of I mean the kind of elephant whole housekeeping here. Yeah, is mm-hmm. we've been for. I mean, I guess it's been a month at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I want to talk about it. But I will kind of bear the burden and talk about it for everybody. Um, I will say that, um, of course, so Georgia has had to go through focal reconstruction surgery um, and has not been able Why to it sounds talk. so different. Has been not, not been able to talk for the past four weeks or so. Of course, the reconstruction. And what was the cause? Really what was the cause of that? Was it like the, was it the really spicy Doritos that you were eating? Yeah, she had the really spicy it's death metal karaoke. <laughs> you was doing death metal karaoke, yeah. And of course, yeah, I would. Say yeah, I'll do it. The vocal reconstruction went very well because I think that the doctors have mm-hmm. very expertly preserved her kind of sardonic world weary tone um and it's kind of like nothing even really happened. yeah um but we didn't she w- was kind of using like a stephen hawking type thing for a while and we tried making episodes with those with that and it just wasn't i don't know it wasn't landing yeah so what's up <laughs> just to, not the yeah. same yeah it's not didn't deliver the same so but we're back now, and I'm back. Georgia, has I sound a, the same. Yeah, she has. A, she has a. Um, have you stopped death metal karaoke, or do you have? I know death metal singers have like a, a like a, like a trainer or something, so that they can. Do yeah, you do exercises. Strict, yeah, strict vocal regimen. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I've I've downgraded now to just like folk karaoke. So oh, much easier. Much yeah. And if you're asking yourself why didn't just me and Alex do episodes without Georgia, well, I didn't really feel like it. <laughs> yeah. So there's your answer to that. Yeah. 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 But now Josh feels like it. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're back. I've actually been good for a while. It's just Josh doesn't really feel like it, but he's better now. He feels like it. So yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm good. So if you're ever you wondering, sure? um, yeah, <laughs> if you're ever wondering about the lyrics to Mr. Tambourine Man, Georgia is the person to ask. You got it. Or that song where they say "turn" a lot. Um, <laughs> okay. So. By the birds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, turn, turn, turn by the birds. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Close. So, yeah. Anyway, all that aside, let's kind of get into some headlines. These are all freshly made headlines that I wrote this for this week. Um, huh? Got 
10 brand new ones, so let's kind of talk about that. Steaming hot headlines. <laughs> hot off the press. All right, let's see here. A new report. This one's kind of interesting. A new report from the BBC says that they're just going to let Johnny Depp be British. Mm -hmm. so the, I, I know he was kind of hoping for that for a long time. <laughs> it was one of those fake it till you make it kind of things. <laughs> he finally gets mm -hmm. good. I mean, even, yeah. even movies, even even movies where his character isn't like from Britain, he puts on a kind of like, okay, Alice in Wonderland. I mean, the characters in Wonderland aren't. I don't know. I guess you could make an. Argument. He does a lot of characters with that like old transatlantic accent. Yeah, yeah, but. They're letting him be British now, um, so okay. that's kind of. I I mean Johnny Depp kind of needed a win, so yeah. Um, well, I know a lot of the talks were kind of held up by Brexit too. Yeah, that was a big thing about Brexit. It was like, will they will the talks go ahead about Johnny Depp being British? Um, but now that yes, they have finally yeah, he's now British. All right, moving on. World-famous tennis player Serena Williams has announced that she will not play in the Tokyo Olympics. Interesting. Mm -hmm. She has also announced that she thought this Thursday was Friday. And... I hate that. That works. <laughs> uh, especially when you think, like, the Wednesday was Thursday. Oh, my gosh. Because I don't know about you guys, but for, for me, Thursday is almost more exciting than Friday. Um, Honestly, so when you start thinking that Thursday is Friday, that's kind of. Man. I've even gone so far as to start saying TGIT. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But uh, this just goes to show that even among the greats like Serena Williams, I mean, best tennis player known like that we know of, that we have discovered, <laughs> she, she <laughs> thinks that Thursday is Friday sometimes. All right, let's see here. An article detailing five little-known facts about Star Wars director J.J. Abrams. So kind of a tell-all article. Well, I guess it's not tell-all. Tell-all has five facts. The headline is The headline is is an article. So this is, it's a headline about an article. An article detailing okay. five little-known facts about Star Wars director J.J. Abrams shares that he is actually a prick. So that's I guess that's kind of one. That's little-known. But I guess. If you're a director, that's kind of par part of the. It job. goes with the territory. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Sheeran I requires it sometimes. This one, Ed Sheeran has confirmed that he has written a new BTS track. You guys hear about this? The song mm. will reportedly be titled "Bring the Suck." So is that kind of <laughs> what he thinks the band name? It's like his interpretation of the band na band name meaning. Um, mm-hmm. Or, I thought it was going to be uh, stand for behind the shed, which is where he needs to be taken and kept. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Aww. all I know about Ed Sheeran is that he's, I just get the feeling he's really short and he looks like a gremlin. So, or a troll rather. Oh, he's an ugly little troll. Yeah. So <sighs> anyway, mm -hmm. this one, this one kind of, kind of struck my interest here. Um, especially since I'm in the market for a new apartment or a house. Um, 
A new report from the financial financial publication, excuse me. A new report from the financial publication, the Penny Hoarder, details how to add up to two hundred points to your credit score. Pass away. That number one. So if you, like, if you pass away, that's kind of how you get your credit score up to stuff. Okay. And then okay. what? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not What's really... step two? <laughs> there is no, step no, Josh, the goal, here, the goal here is just to raise your credit yeah. score. Oh, yeah. that's an end in, it, yeah. in and of itself. That's, that's the end. Here. End goal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, all right, let's see here. Um, this one is kind of just a one... This one's kind of just a one-and-done, one-liner headline. They have... Okay. <laughs> It's just headline. It's just a lot. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. Um, they have come out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to come. Up, I'm gonna have to come back to this one. Let's keep. Okay. Very <laughs> okay. good. Tesla huh? has recalled over three hundred thousand cars in China for safety issues. One of the majorly reported issues being that they cannot remember what the CD in slot four is. So a lot of these luxury cars have got the six slot CD holder and you have to kind of cycle through to get a sample. Okay, this one's Beatles. This one is, I don't know, Coldplay. Right. And you can't remember what slot four is. <laughs> um, so it's kind of, you're kind of risking it if you press slot four, slot four, you can't remember what it is. So. The way I kind of get around that on mine mm -hmm. is I just have six of the same CD and I put them all in there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Then it's always a winner. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. <laughs> um, pop culture publication Gizmodo reports that Doctor Who's Jodie, Whitt Jodie Whittaker sorry, Jodie, is <laughs> Jodie Whittaker is good at keeping secrets. Uh, in fact, when asked why the show sucks now, she did not comment. Mm. Uh, Maybe one day we'll find out. It's not her yeah. fault. The writing is bad. You've and tried watching it, and it's just I not. Watched it, yeah, and it's the budget has gone down. Um, How can the budget go more down? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Is it like pre Matt Smith levels now? Something like that? I don't know. It's bad. Um, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella recently made remarks about the upcoming Windows 11 operating system. Among the remarks were that he has a much different sounding name than the last guy. So. I mean, you get a name like Bill Gates. and that's I think the last guy was named Bill, I want to say. Yeah. So you got Satya Nadella. <coughs> Microsoft is kind of um, running the gamut among, like, na sounding na different sounding names for CEOs. They really have. Yeah. In other Windows 11 news, the new version of the operating system will have an updated file explorer. Now, things that you're used to will be changed for no reason. <laughs> And finally, I mean, last, but, yeah, thoughts, kind of thoughts on that. I know you're, Josh, you're a big Windows 10 user. Well, I am definitely looking forward to Windows 11 because obviously it will be one better. Yeah. I would hope. 
I was kind of mm-hmm. wondering if they were going to do the thing where they're like, this is Windows 11. I mean, Windows 12. <laughs> yeah, they just skipped not they skipped nine completely. So. No, no, you know what they do with Windows 11 is they just put a different sticker on the box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in Tron Legacy. Tron, thank you. Yeah, it's time we put an 11 on. What was the software that they were selling? Do you remember? It was like a... Wasn't it like a privacy? I thought it was like an OS. Maybe I'm not remembering. I'll, I'll, I'll do some recon. Continue. Okay. okay. One last headline here. They have come out with an octopus with nine tentacles. Speaking of one better, (laughs) you you kind of look at the normal your standard octopus and you see what can we do better here. Well, you know how it's like sometimes you're in your house, you're like carrying stuff around, and you're like, I wish I had one more hand. Yeah, that's gotta happen to octopi too. Yeah, right. Like I wish I had one more a ninth tentacle. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? They're carrying like eight mollusks in in their. One in each tentacle. Yeah. They come across a ninth one, they're like, ah, my tentacles are full. Got a mollusk collection. Yeah. Maybe they can do the thing, you know, when you, like, make your shirt into, like, a little makeshift, like, carrying bag or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That somehow. They can, like, collapse their body into a make. Yeah. Octopuses can, like, shape shift, right? So maybe they can just shape shift into. Having nine tentacles? Well, the only, like, bone in their body is their beak. So they can fit through any space that's bigger than their their beak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some other facts about octopus. I think they're from space. Also, they live for one year. One year, really? Mm-hmm. Most of them live for a year, which is crazy that they're so intelligent. And they yeah. live for such a short. Usually, intelligent animals live longer. Yeah, like have like elephants have a long lifespan. Yeah. Parrots have a long lifespan, but they're Weird. just such a mystery. Maybe that's octopus. Like their evolution happens faster, so that they got smarter. I don't know if that's quick generation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as long as is, I mean, yeah. As long as they breathe, you know, then yeah, short generation span. Yeah. No, it's scientifically accurate. I've played Spore. Yeah, no, no, no. No, you're right. <laughs> uh, also, to uh, go back to the previous headline, it was an o- an operating system that NCOM, the, um, the corporation... NCOM. NCOM, the corporation in Tron Legacy, they were... Yeah, Released their new signature operating system, and that Sam, Glenn's son, releases it for free. Yeah. You think it's and called then, NCOM because it's like all en- encompassing? Maybe. Like they're trying to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it stands for something. I never said. But I don't know. Well, it's probably like Enterprise Company or yeah. something. Something. Yeah, sometimes shit like that. Enterprise company. <laughs> I like the way you said that. I don't know. Also, you guys, should, you guys should watch that one movie. Back to octopuses. You guys should watch that My Octopus Teacher documentary. 
Partly because it's weird, and then partly because it's, it's very cool. You learn a lot about oct- octopus. Did they talk okay. about how yeah. octopuses have cities that, like, have wars with each other? No, that's not discussed, I but I'm sure that's somewhere. a thing. Hmm. I don't know. Octopus City. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like a new Disney like, Channel they have series. Found octopus cities that are at war with each other or something. <laughs> it would make complete sense. That's awesome. So, um, they're a warfaring people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, and of course, what's next, Alex? Do we have a report? If they ever get in a war with people, I mean, of course, you know how that's going to turn out. They only live for a year. So, um, you just wait them out. Just wait it out. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, this the subject of this week's episode is actually so if you remember in the past we've kind of been talking about different toys. So we did Furbies, we did Tamagotchis. Um, um and so with Furbies we kind of went in a little bit to the collecting kind of aspect that some toys have. Um modern mm-hmm. day you see this collectible mindset in things like of course, trading cards have always been around, but Funko Pops, um, mm-hmm. uh, I see as kind of the modern collectible toy. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. For you guys, does anything else kind of jump out mm-hmm. of you? Funko I Pops mean, are a big I, one. Yeah. I feel like they're kind of, pa- they've, they've peaked, though. You think so? Yeah. Okay, like, we're past Funko Pop peak. Yeah. Then I don't know. I always thought they were yeah. kind of dumb. So, I mean, they don't even do anything. Yeah. That's true. Come on. <laughs> All right, well, we'll, we'll you can't get... cuddle with the Funko Pop. That's true, yeah. So that, um, Georgie kind of gave a little tease about what we're going to be talking about this week. Uh, Beanie oh. Babies are, th- are the subject of our our episode this yes. week. Um, so Beanie Babies, uh, I'll get into exactly what they are here in a second, but <clears throat> the story of the Beanie Baby is actually the story of just this concept of manufactured demand. And you'll see similar things here to other happenings involving prices that seem to just increase higher and higher with no end in sight. Um, Mm -hmm. At some point, if something costs so much that your average buyer no longer finds it useful, they're going to lose interest. Um, And if this is true for things... This is economics, people. If this is true for things that are actually useful, like houses you can live in um it's going to be especially true for things that are simply collector's items which is the beanie baby um the only exception is Mm -hmm. uh you could kind of compare beanie babies to the modern art world where uh, of course you'll just have you'll have absurdly simple paintings sell for millions of dollars that's a little bit of an exception because uh billionaires use those to like launder money or write off like get free, right get free money basically um that's on like also five. used for like yeah they're used for like uh, uh bargaining chips also like if, if you're ever caught in something you can say well i have this painting oh yeah that's why that's it. that's one theory of like why paintings get stolen is thieves can use them as a bargaining chip mm-hmm. later on because there's no like if if you stole the Mona Lisa, who would you sell it to, right? Yeah, exactly. 
there's no market for it. Because yeah. everyone hates the Mona Lisa, <laughs> famously. <laughs> but I take it that's not really the case with Beanie Babies. Lame ass painting. But anyway, that's in like. I mean, he painted it on an eight by eleven sheet of paper. I know, I mean, dude. and he forgot the Ooh. eyebrows. Come on. <laughs> so anyway, that's in like the b millions and billions of dollars. Uh, we're talking about still expensive, but much lower, like money that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, like thousands, maybe. Babies are a series of stuffed toys. That were a major fad during the 1990s, to, um, especially the mid 90s, mid to late 90s. They uh, being seen as a collectible, mm -hmm. considered by many as the world's first internet sensation, um, or kind of even meme, as you will. Maybe I don't know. Maybe over the years mm. there have been a wide variety of Beanie Babies, even including licensed toys with uh, collaborations from Disney and Nickelodeon. They were seen not only as toys, but as financial investments, because a few of them had really high resale value. Um, and I can't, I can't really s see how you would even see them as toys, because uh, they were barely really stuffed animals, um, as opposed to the traditional stuffing found in your. Well, house. clearly, Alex, you never played. You never played with uh, Beanie Babies on the steps of the Antioch Mall while the little, I did not. I did not. Uh, you know, the, what is it? The, the hot air balloons. The hot air balloons were going up and down in the fountain. And, you know, I had the Beanie Baby and Josh had a Beanie Baby. Yeah. No yeah. one is going to know what the fuck you're talking about. That's okay. I mean, okay. one thing I liked about Beanie Babies was they had these hard little, uh, plastic eyes and they had beans inside them so if you hit someone with them it would really hurt mm -hmm. had plastic uh, and those yeah <laughs> anyway we're talking weapons yeah anyway the the um I Continue. Of, like creating a stuffed animal goes back to i mean prehistory um filling right like, like making toys out of like stuff filled with like rice or beans or anything um, <laughs> people have always made toys out of those um so opposed as opposed to the traditional stuffing found in stuffed animals beanie babies are filled with plastic pellets or you could consider them beans um and this is kind of weird they are lots of pinto beans under yeah they're not pinto beans they're plastic pellets um, they are deliberately made understuffed, which causes many people to think that they look cheap. Um, but Thai Inc., who made the, it's the company behind Beanie Babies, Thai Inc., they mm -hmm. have claimed that the understuffing was that, and I quote, so that they look more real. Like, like the real animals they are. I don't know what they mean by that. Um, so I think it's just... I liked that they were floppy. Yeah. I liked it, because, I don't know, because I liked it, yeah. I, I had, I had a lot of Beanie Babies, if you guys will remember. Nope. And I also had plenty of other stuffed animals as well. Yeah. yeah. Beanie Babies just brought something different to the table. Because my other stuffed animals, you kind of stand them, you know, maybe. Um, they could be kind of limit. There is limited posing. Yeah. 
baby or the beanie baby you just kind of flop them around i'm doing this like action with my hand you guys yeah, where okay. it's like you're just like plop 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 and that's yeah walking. Okay. very cute okay it's very endearing i just assumed it was like a cost cutting measure you could also i liked putting them on my shoulder oh yeah yeah, yeah. anyway so thanks for that insight, Georgia. Uh, the toy status. The toy status as a collectible item was very deliberate. Uh, the company behind Beanie Babies, Tie Inc., used a strategy involving, I mean, several techniques that we still see to this day: deliberate scarcity, limited quantity, restricting store shipments, doing things like releasing a. I mean, I don't know if you'd call it a model of of, of Beanie Baby. Like they released the the duck. Beanie, like Jake the Duck or whatever it is, the Beanie Baby. And mm -hmm. They all had names, didn't they? Too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Duck one was called, but this is a good example. They released the. They duck have a couple ducks. Okay, maybe the classic Duck one. They released that and mm -hmm. then, like unrelease it, like stop making it, uh, and mm -hmm. that makes it valuable. Um, mm -hmm. They do all these things to purposely create a huge secondary market for the toys. Uh, which increases their value. Secondary market being um, people selling them to each other, not like buying them in stores. Um, so right, resale, yeah, eBay. Resale. Yeah, um, I'm I'm glad you bring up eBay because at the height of the Beanie Babies popularity is probably ninety six, ninety seven. Beanie Babies made up ten percent of eBay's sales. <laughs> I was I was gonna bring up like That's did crazy. was eBay like, was Beanie Babies part of, like, was that a blip on the radar for, for eBay? Or, like, did that help eBay? Because, yeah, yeah, that's cute. And I, I wonder if Beanie Babies were instrumental in the success of eBay. That's what I'm wondering. Like, you know, could be. I'm sure it helped. I'm sure it helped. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. As eBay was, I'm sure, a pioneer in the online kind of marketplace space. Um, mm -hmm. They helped each other a lot. Um, so to kind of put a frame of reference to this, first edition Beanie Babies today are worth around, uh, what do you guys think? It depends on, it depends on uh, which Beanie Baby it is. And I will say this may have something to do. Well, this may have something to do with our activity later in the oh, okay. Georgia Activity Center. I will oh, say, okay. I'm raising my eyebrows a lot. I'm gonna guess. But... All right, first edition, first series Beanie Baby in mint condition would be about thirty bucks now. Thirty bucks. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, today they're actually worth around twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. So there's still actually a market for there's still a second. Good guess, Josh. For <laughs> good uh, guess though. Yeah. Um, you gotta not, admit it was a good guess. Was. <laughs> they're not just worthless now, which I just assumed for some reason. Huh. Um, yeah. I couldn't this is kind of uh it's just kind of weird. I couldn't get really any information back in the nineties what these things were being bought and sold for exactly. But I imagine if you went shopping for a Beanie Baby on maybe the Beanie Collectors Forum or something, if you were a real 
hobbyist collector, whatever, you'd be wanting to spend anywhere between four. The I was seeing four thousand as like the low number for the really collectible ones. To that, you want to get your hands on the Beanie Baby Collector Guide that you can buy. I'll actually get in a lot of these prices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of these prices you can't just Google. Yeah, and also uh, I tried to look for like. Um, on eBay, of course, anybody can put anything for as much as they want, and it'll show that. Right. I tried to look for, like, completed sales, and it didn't look like there was a whole lot going on um, for, like, the high-ticket items. Um, yeah. But from, like, the, uh, the Beanie Baby pricing guides that I saw, there are, like, first edition ones in mint condition are worth that much there is a um there's like a princess diana themed beanie baby that's like a teddy bear oh boy um made like in memory of her or something that i think is worth even more than that i think that's the <laughs> highest one um but yeah uh those are the kind of dollar amounts i see when i look at the most valuable beanie babies um so from time to time I'm sure you guys remember the tags that you see on the Beanie Babies. They have the mm -hmm. little heart say tie and tie incorporates mm -hmm. the company behind the Beanie Babies. Mm -hmm. <coughs> the tags that you find will sometimes have either misprinted, like misspelled information on them. Mm -hmm. They'll have tags for different Beanie Babies on accident. Mm -hmm. um, and that'll make these guys even more valuable. Um, so if you search for Beanie Babies that are, I'm sure there's a name within the community, but when they're like mislabeled or misprinted, that's mm -hmm. because that's such a rarity that makes them even more valuable. So as we it's like that one. That's what it's like that one C3PO action figure with like the wrong colored arm or something. Yeah, or even you see this in Pokemon. Um, uh, like if a card has a has a uh, has like a typo on it or it's off center printed off center mm -hmm. a little bit or something mm -hmm. well, that's kind of interesting because i'm pretty sure it printed off center like decreases the value like i think you want you're looking for no like, crazy really on center right oh really i don't know there's also famously a uh baseball card it's called the cal ripkin fuckface card because the player is holding a bat over his shoulder, and on the bottom of the bat, you can see someone wrote the words fuckface. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they edited it out of almost all of the cards, oh, my God. but some of the oh, first no. ones still had it on there. <laughs> oh, and so those are super like, valuable. Is it, like, small enough to where it was just, like, missed? You could miss like, it, yeah. Yeah? It, you oh, can read that's it. Wild. Oh, that is really that's wild. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> So we kind of touched on this a little before. The internet is a huge driving force behind the popularity of Beanie Babies. Um, with Thai Inc., the company behind the toy, being one of the first companies to make a like a retail website, consumer website. Oh, she could buy directly from the website? Yeah. There's an official Thai store. Yeah. And on the little tags that you could open up, it always said, visit our website, visit our website. So, um, of course, at the time, only I think like 11% of adults were using the internet. But 
it helped to create this community. It's this cool new thing. Um, here's kind of an interesting piece of trivia detailing just how yeah. valuable the Beanie Babies were. Uh, a couple yeah. who got divorced in 99 had to take I remember hearing about collection this. of Beanie Babies to the courtroom. It was valued at around five grand. And the judge had to divide the Beanie Babies. Yes. You can find, I want to say there's a photo of this oh or something like that where there's like they there's piles of beanie babies on the ground i mean i can like sorting crazy you have like the, yeah the big judge so know, messy oh god and there's a huge pile of beanie babies on there um so yeah anyway uh as you can probably imagine counterfeit beanie babies became actually a viable industry uh with over seventeen thousand counterfeits being discovered in 1997 in Orlando, Florida. So people made a huge amount of money uh, selling fake Beanie Babies. Um, as you see in the... the, the, the uh, Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies, yeah. That's something no. you still see in the shoe marketplace today. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, let me think here. I mean, I guess these were kind of the sneakers of their time. You could, yeah. You, had, you know, yeah, like, you have sneakerheads now. Yeah. Um, beanie heads. Beanie heads. have the usability of the shoe. With beanie babies. I no, I don't think people are wearing those. A toy? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, I wouldn't wear them. At the height of their popularity, so this is, I think, 97. A financial analyst, uh, financial analyst, sorry, named Mary Beth uh, Sabaluski used her expertise and knowledge to collect data and create a pricing list of the Beanie Babies, going on to create her own Wall Street Journal-like magazine called Mary Beth's Beanie World that had a circulation of 650,000 issues. That's crazy. <laughs> and in collecting circles, you'll wow. see people collect issues of that of that magazine. So you'll get one of those magazines and you'll see, oh, I mean, it's like a stock market, basically. Oh, Turtle, Ted the Turtle or whatever has jumped up to 55 most valuable. Buy, buy Ted the Turtle, you know. That kind yeah. Of well, you want to buy low and sell high. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm picturing like the letter from the editor on the first page of Mary Beth's What's it called? Mary Beth's, Mary Beth's Beanie, Beanie World. World. She's like, hello, Beanie Heads. Well, it's been another uh, incredible month in Beanie World. Yeah, exactly. No, quarter. It should be quarter. <laughs> yeah, quarter. It would be released yeah. quarterly. Okay. So it's a financial. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, interestingly enough, I couldn't really find a really good reason why um, the popularity just stopped. So this is kind of a conjecture on my part. Um, I think the prices just got so high, people started realizing how silly the obsession was. I mean, if you guys have any other yeah. ideas. So prices began. I think the bubble just popped. Yeah. Yeah. It was the bubble, and it burst. So by 99, the Beanie Babies, the babies, um... Had a, Ty officially retired the Beanie Babies. Um, 
However, next year they started making them again. Um, <laughs> but they never reached the insane popularity that they once had. Mm-hmm. Um, they still sell they them. They are making, like, yeah, they, they're kind of creepy looking now. They have these, like, really big eyes, and well, they come in some, like, different shapes now and these stuff. Things called like, beanie boos. Uh, which a few of my younger students bring to Maybe that's what I'm describing. That's what you're thinking of, because they're all, like, rainbow-colored, they have huge mm-hmm. eyes. They're I, I just looked them up, yeah. ...type creatures. Um, so I think they're geared more towards, like, a really young demographic. They're kind of sickly sweet. Yeah. And just so you guys know, there are... I just looked it up. There are Hello Kitty Beanie Babies, and they are very cute. Well, of course. Yes. Something Guys, ever since that Hello Kitty episode, I've, like, I've realized it. I look at Hello Kitty things, and I'm like, yeah! <laughs> Before, I was like, eh. And now I'm like, yes! Hello Kitty! That's cute! I don't understand. Yeah. But, Something that anyway. always kind of interests me is, um, whenever you get a chance, go to the official Thai Inc. website. I forget what it is. The website looks awful. It always confuses me how such a huge and such a profitable corporation can have just an ugly, not like intuitive looking website. But well, it stopped in the 90s. I think, well, yeah, that might be part of it. But I think this is kind of a theory of mine. I think there's literally a point, like a gap, where you make so much money having a barely functioning, passable website. They don't worry about making it better. I don't know. That's just a... Why would you change it? Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. So the creator of the Beanie Babies, the man behind it all, Ty Warner, has not given a single interview since 1999. And he has been... Huh. He, has, he has been... Uh, he has been in a lot of controversy about things like committing tax fraud. He was actually a part of um, some uh, like some illegal dealings in Beanie Babies. Like like uh, uh, retailers would be like ship us more Beanie Babies, and he'd be like, "You have to buy some of our other products that aren't selling, and then we'll give you more Beanie Babies." Oh. So yeah, so just kind of a typical businessman. Um, and to this day, people, I mean, people still collect, and there, there's a big community on Reddit. Uh, there's kind of a meme about this this lobster beanie baby. Um, people just think it's funny, um, but I just don't think it's to the extent that it that it that we saw in the mid '90s. Um, and. Uh, kind of wrapping up here like i said i see the modern collectible toys like funko pops as successors to the beanie babies um and even an improvement on the formula somehow because uh i there's no doubt that beanie babies made a lot of money but they were only really making money for I don't know, three or four years. They started in 95 and shut down in 99. I don't know. It's It was like a mid to late 90s thing. Uh, Very brief window. Yeah, mm. brief window. 
Mm-hmm. And they made a lot of money. Funko Pops, I mean, they've been around for, I don't know, at least 10 years probably. They'll be making those until the end of time. Just because anytime new content comes out, they have to make a Funko Pop some of it. Part, I think they're in, it's an improvement on the formula because some part of the Funko strategy has allowed their popularity to remain relatively stable over the years. Um, <laughs> expensive and valuable Funko Pops do exist, but not to the extent, at least not to the extent as far as I'm aware, that caused the Beanie Baby market to crash. <coughs> so... I never thought about that, that they would be, like, related to each other. You're saying Funko Pop caused baby, baby bubble to burst? No, 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 no. I'm saying, oh, okay. I'm saying that Funko Pops, some, some part of their business uh, strategy has allowed them to remain, their bubble has not bursted. They have remained stable popularity. The prices are mm-hmm. not like the extent what we saw with well they keep them pretty low yeah so i think that allows them to make a lot of money over time yeah instead of like it's more sustainable sustainable exactly beanie babies mm-hmm. we saw this rapid increase and then the bubble burst like josh said so i think i think yeah. on the part of funko pops that is very deliberate but that is just my theory i think well at, at some point you just run out of babies it's true, yeah. Like, there's no more animals to make ba- beanie babies of. Where are the beanie mamas and papas? Yeah. Where are those? Beanie know. uncles. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Release Time to release the beanie families. You get into this talk about, do Funko Pops have a brain in there? Um, <laughs> so... Um... So... I don't know. Any any kind of thoughts or discussion about Beanie Babies that you guys have? I remember our friend Taylor had a shit ton of them. Oh, yeah. Yes, she did. <laughs> when, did we have any other friends who had a lot of them? Pretty much just Taylor. Just Taylor? And me. What do people I think but Hannah I was way, a, way far about Hannah. Did Hannah have quite second. a few? No. No, she didn't have that many. Uh-uh. Okay. And that was just like Taylor and then me. Yeah. Like Taylor probably had hundreds. Yeah. I had like I went nuts. 50, maybe. Did you have that many? I think so. What did they reach huh. for? I think I had a lot, guys. I that thought they were like 12 bucks. Maybe towards the end. But like I would usually just get them as Christmas gifts. They would always be in a stocking, you know? Oh, yeah. Or I would get some from cousins. I just accumulated them. And I gotta say, if I'd kept them, I might be able to sell them. But I don't think any of them had tags. So yeah, we just rip those suckers tags. off. Rip the tags right off. I mean, this... Yeah. Exactly. But, uh... Amazing fad. I still think they're cute. Like the, you know, the original ones. I don't like what they're doing Didn't now. Didn't they have a little about me hearing. section in the tag, too? Yeah, they have their birthday. You're right. And, um... So they have yeah. yeah, they have facts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they have facts on them. And then um, I would have liked them um, more if, if all the Beanie Babies came from, like, for example, a Beanie Planet, like the Tamagotchis. Or yeah, Tamagotchi. There was kind of the Funko effect. <gasps> no, so. Uh, oh, go ahead, Jordan. 
Well, um, so there's one Beanie Baby that I had, and his name was Runner, and he was like a ferret. He was my favorite because he was he was um, some of like the new really soft fur, mm. and he was just a good size. He wasn't too floppy, but still poseable. I you think I remember like that ferret. one. He was my favorite, right? Um, I found out this while doing a little bit of research on Beanie Babies. Uh huh. Um, he had like apparently the darkest little poem in his tag of all of them. Yeah. And I just found it. Oh, I'm going to read it to you. I'm not so mean. I'm really shy. But every cobra has to die. I grab them by their little head and whack them till they're stone cold dead. Birthday, May 25th, 2000. That is awesome. That, like, I found that. And I was like, oh, wow. That was my favorite thing baby. I don't remember that at all. Because I probably just ripped the tag off. What a badass beanie baby. I know, and now I'm looking at him, I'm like, he is Stone Cold Killer. Actually, yeah, but, How did people anyhow. store these things? Do they just have a massive pile? Uh, trash bags. Trash bags. Yeah, is that yeah. what I did? And then they put them in a the trash can. <laughs> no, no, just trash bag. I had a trash bag full of them in the closet. I think, like, I, I have... Memories of like just shelves, people with shelves of them. Mm -hmm. I think that's what Taylor did. Our aforementioned friend from. Or you just put, pile them all up on your bed, on the foot of your bed. Maybe, like, yeah, yeah. The shoe door thing. Yeah, you could do one of those. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or you know those ceiling hammock net things. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I had one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, that was a good that was a good thing to have. Yeah, I've got my little activity center planned. Report, it was really Alex. gonna be a puzzle. Thank you. Yeah, that was a great subject. report. I think the whole um boom bust market for toys is just an interesting look at it. It kind of reminds me of crypto too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just really any investment vehicle like mm -hmm. that that has such a short lifespan, and now it's just kind of barely hanging on. <clears throat> it's really interesting. NFTs but... kind of similar as well. <laughs> but we'll have to see what the next. I don't know. It'll all cycle back to Beanie Babies cycle. eventually. I'm sure. It'll all go back to Beanie Babies. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, NFTs and Beanie Babies. My take on NFT is... What? What is that? Not fucking trying. I don't know, I just came up with it. <laughs> well, stick to it. Uh, so, my activity... My activity for today... Um, it's kind of going to be... Uh, the Price is Right, but for Beanie Babies. Okay. And forgive me, I've never seen The Price is Right. I'm just kind of assuming this is how the show works. I hate game shows, so... You have, like, uh, a long stick type thing that you can use as a microphone. Well, and the guy doesn't like shaking hands with people. I'm talking about the actual structure of the gameplay. Of and the we're game talking show. about the hosts. <laughs> and you're talking about the hosts. So, the talking about two different things. Alright. But regardless... I think as long I... as you just say, come on down, before asking yeah. us a question, <laughs> we'll be fine. Okay, well, I'm just saying, this isn't a game show, because, again, I do not like them. Okay. 
but I think this is based off of a game show. But again, I can't back that up. I've never seen The Price is Right. But I think okay. this is how The Price is Right would work. Just going off the title. Well, as long as you have an going off the long, title. Skinny microphone. Yeah. And then we're gold. I don't have that. Okay. So it was under in the 60s was really like weird and like kissed everybody. That's family right. feud. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> But anyway, so I've got the Beanie Baby, The Price is Right, and I'm going to describe two Beanie Babies, and I'm going to ask you to decide which one has a higher value. I like that. Okay. And I'll, I have, like, maybe three little, you know, facts about each one. So, and they're going to go head to head. So I've got one, two, just three different um Three rounds, okay. Yeah, three rounds. Okay, so round number one. Our two contestants are, I don't know if you call them contestants, I don't know. What we're looking at today. Uh, we're starting with Barbaro the Racing Horse. Um, this was a beanie baby. He looked like a little horsey. And he was named after the winner of the 2006 Kentucky Derby. He was brown with a white blaze and a pink saddle with Barbaro's number eight and, and name. And uh, two weeks after winning, Barbaro the real horse uh, shattered his leg and had to be euthanized. So that's beanie baby okay. number one. Yeah. Uh, kind of a tragic Beanie Baby figure. Rip um, mm -hmm. And then the second one is Princess the Bear, named after Princess Diana. Uh, she was released on October 29th, 1997, in honor of Diana's death. And uh, it's it got a little bit of criticism from profiting off of an icon. So both of these kind of tragic figures. Yeah. Which one has a higher value? Well, Just going off the fact that I had no clue what a Barbaro was, and yet I knew what a Diana was, yeah. I'm going to say the Princess Diana one is worth more. This the bear. Okay. I, I mean, I could see Alex? either way. I think in researching, I actually saw on a list Princess Diana one was the Yeah, I think you're going to know. Ones. Mm -hmm. So you are both correct. Uh, Princess the Bear has the higher value. Uh, I tried to get the equivalent of a Kelly Blue Book value for Beanie Babies. That's, there isn't really one. I would have had to pay money to find that out. So yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Now, is there, just, did they make a Harambe Beanie Baby in commemoration of his death? If they did, man, Beanie Babies could like come back. His death. Yeah. But anyway, As, uh, and yeah. I will. I just want to throw in there. They should have shot the kid instead of the gorilla. But <laughs> moving on, you know, throwing that out there. Have you seen those memes where it's like, um, it's it's like, well, it's it's all about how like the timeline diverges like at that moment, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that was when Harambe everything went to shit. All, yeah, Harambe was keeping it all together. Yeah, so that was 2016, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, pretty sure it was. Or 15. So, yeah. he, there's stuff about how like Harambe was like, listen, kid, I don't have much time. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah, to say like some critical information, and then he gets shot. <laughs> He was shot and killed May 28th, 2016. Yeah. Which is exactly when everything went to shit. So mm -hmm. just yeah. went downhill from there. But Princess Diana, <clears throat> Princess Diana, 
Princess the Bear. Uh, she is the higher value. 2020 value estimated at $500,000. Wow, it's the purple one. Crazy. Uh, yeah, she's purple. Um, and it's just one of their, like, the bear beanie babies I always thought were. Because they just look like a floppy it's bear. Pretty basic. So basic, yeah. But she was a purple bear. Uh, Barbara, the racing horse, he's valued anywhere from twelve to twenty-five dollars. Uh, oh, really? I th- I would have thought a little bit more for Barbara. I know, I know. Or Barbara. Oh, maybe. I mean, maybe if you. I was gonna say maybe yeah. if you found a Barbara beanie baby that had like a. I was gonna say shattered leg, but I guess they're full of beans. So they make an American Pharaoh beanie baby. <laughs> Beanie Baby's up for all the... I think they stopped that after this scenario. Yeah, like, like, eh, maybe this isn't a good look. Every every uh, horse that they made a Beanie Baby of ended up oh, having to no. be put down. Down, yeah. So, mm, not a good look. Beanie Baby Baby. Uh, okay. <laughs> no. Barbosa, you mean? Bar- what is Barbaros? Bar- Barbosa, yeah. From Pirates of the Caribbean. Bar- Barbosa, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, you guys both won that one, so I. The next two we have, Osito the bear. His name is Spanish for bear, so he's bear the bear. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's red with the Mexican flag on his chest, and again, he's just their normal, blah, basic bear. Uh, He's got the Mexican flag on his chest. He's only sold in the United States, though. So, kind of weird. And then uh, we're going head-to-head with Shaq Bear, the bear. Uh, He's named after Shaquille O'Neal. And he wears a basketball uniform and has huge feet. You should Google him. uh, Because they basically took the bear and then just gave him long legs and really big feet. Wow. Pretty funny. Uh, His tag has three tabs. Pretty much a, a novel at this point, uh, containing Shaq facts, a poem, and Shaq's favorite quote from Aristotle, which is, We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. So, again, okay. we've got Osito the bear and Shaq bear the bear. Which one has a higher value? I'm going to put it all on the line. I'm going Osito, baby. Honestly, <laughs> Alex? We are all in an Osito. Shaq is everywhere. <laughs> Shaq's yes. image is everywhere. Uh, that man accepts accepts every single sponsor that knocks on his door. So I don't think yes. his beanie baby would be as valuable. Um, I think that this Mexican beanie baby is only sold in the u.s only sold in the u.s now where does that how does that factor in uh, i don't know it was just bad it was I bad marketing i think it really factors in that much because sold retail these all cost like five dollars um the high prices get to when people trade them around um, mm-hmm. so i don't think the marketplace the like where they're sold now. It was just a criticism of the Beanie Baby on its original release. People were like, why are we only selling this in the United States? Oh, okay. But you're both going in on Osito? Yeah, okay, so... Happy to do it. Again, you're both correct. Nice. Um, Osito, if his tag includes an error, 
which is um, some of them missed like uh, a stamp like on the tag yeah. uh, and some of them are missing the um or some of them have like the wrong printing on the tush tag which is the oh, little you know the paper like, oh, shit, folded over one <laughs> you know that would probably be worth millions but uh if his tag includes the error you can he'll fetch around 500 to a thousand dollars not bad wow. uh shack bear the bear again valued about 12 to 25 dollars depending on quality so cool to okay. have in any kind of shack collection you know exactly right yeah if you've had a shack collection general commercials on vhs yeah right next to your copy of shack foo on nes yeah, yeah. exactly but no shack collection would be complete like, shack bear the bear collection not necessarily a cool part of the beanie baby collection kind of a bottom drawer yeah pick and not necessarily a cool collection to have but there you go <laughs> yeah. all right we're coming down to our last two you guys are tied like um wait this is a contest yeah i'm keeping score oh, okay. but whatever <laughs> Do, does anyone else draw similarities there no okay jack is everywhere hello kitty is everywhere okay Anyway. We need a Venn diagram. But anyway, our last two. We have Holy Father Bear. He was created in honor of the late Pope John Paul II. Yep. Uh, he's not even wearing a Pope hat. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Uh, he's just a white bear with a gold ribbon and a gold dove emblem on his chest. Very, you know. But there he is. Yeah, and I guess that was the only Pope to get a Beanie Baby okay. made after him. I don't know. Mm. Going head-to-head -head with Holy Father Bear, or the Beanie Baby Pope, is The End, The Bear. Capitalized, The End, The Bear. Yes, he was released in 2000. He's all black with the gold, The End, embroidered on his chest. Uh, described as the end of all Beanie Babies. I guess he was the Beanie Baby Harbinger or Death Eater, End of Worlds. I don't know. I would imagine that the other Beanie Babies in your collection probably feared him. Yeah. Uh, and then Beanie Babies, much like the world that year, did not end in 2000. Alex, I think you did allude to this earlier. And then they they said they were going to stop, and then they did not. The beginning when they started again. So, so I think that adds to our Beanie Babies lore, though. You know, yeah. there was this kind of Twin cycle. Mm -hmm. The Alpha and the Omega. <laughs> yeah. So it's like okay. every, it's just like in Mass Effect, every 50,000 years, we have this yep. race of sentient machines that wipes the Earth clean and starts again. So, well, our entire universe is just an echo of the, of the unending clash between the end and the beginning Beanie Babies through time mm -hmm. and space. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are just manifestations of their struggle. And I think in, in other cultures, I mean, they would manifest as, you know, a Samayati and, right. you know. Miratoa. The other one. Yeah, yeah Miratoa. Yeah, Miratoa. So, it's all the same, oh gosh, you know, it's reflections of different things. But, who do we think is valued more? The End or Beanie Baby Pope? Kind of both kind of heavy-handed religious subtext on these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with, um, I got to go with the end. The end? No, okay. I mm -hmm. am actually going to agree with you on that one. And 
well, what's your justification, Josh? My thoughts kind of were, it's the year 2K, a lot of kind of crazy thoughts about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of anxiety about Y2K. Yeah, well, people were going to be like, hey, is my computer going to stop working? Right. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas with the Pope being maybe, A, not everyone's Catholic. Yeah. B, not everybody cares about the Pope. It's more of a niche thing. I think the people who mm-hmm. do care about the Pope aren't going to be buying Beanie Babies. That too, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to mm-hmm. agree with you. The all-black okay. bear. The grim reaper. And you guys did it again. You're both <laughs> nice. the winners. Um, the end, the bear, 2020 value, uh, $200-$400. Not too shabby. Not too shabby, yeah. Um, just kind of weird that people would buy it, thinking that the world was going to end. Like, what if the world ended? You're not going to see that investment again. Yeah. It's a horrible ROI. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Sinking your money into the end of the bear? You're not going to resell it. Certainly not on eBay. Internet's gonna, not going to exist anymore. So, yeah. No, you're right. I think, I think the value went up after the fact. But, um... Holy Father Bear has a value of about eight to twelve dollars. Wow, less than the Shack Bear, huh? Less than the I don't know what that tells you, but you know. What does our world come to? Yeah, he needs to do more merchandising. It needed Absolutely. the hat. I think yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it had the hat, we'd be having a totally different conversation. Totally right different now. conversation. I agree. I completely agree. So no, well, it you guys, no investments. <laughs> exactly. I think they were missing. They're definitely missing out. Mm-hmm. But um, that concludes this Price is Right, right cool. Beanie Baby Edition Wait. Georgia Activity Good Center. You both won. Nice. No tiebreaker. No, that's all I was. I had prepared. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Let's do a tiebreaker based on. Um, we each pick a dinosaur, and who, which one would win? Okay, Stegosaurus. <laughs> I'm just it's doing really what you picking. told me to do. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> I was going to pick, okay, so you know how there's the T-Rex, but then there's like, the cooler T-Rex. The bigger T-Rex. Gigantosaurus or whatever. Gigantosaurus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and because you, you were thinking I was going to pick T-Rex. Yeah, and you were going to be like, well, actually, I'm picking the T-Rex that's like, the same but a little bit bigger. Like, and maybe has an extra finger on each hand. bigger or something. Okay. All right. That's ridiculous. So, all right. Whatever. Do we have anything else? Um, well, I thought you were going to pick something that would beat the Stegosaurus, but... I did. Just the Gigantosaurus? Yeah. Okay, so I guess Georgia now picks <laughs> which one would win. Keep in mind, Stegosaurus. <laughs> I don't know, what are they? Stegs? I don't know, what are they called? Spikes? I have the... My Stegosaurus has four spikes on its tail. It has the plates on top, which they think were used to, like, radiate heat or something. Yeah. I and think they were used to kind of like that. I think it's like, you know, the myth of the Roman death ray? Yeah. Yeah. Are you familiar with this? They I did on so. Mythbusters. 
It's like the, the uh, myth were like Roman uh, reflecting uh, soldiers like had big mirrors, I guess. And yeah. They set oh, wow. to the sails of any coming army. Okay. But uh, no, you're probably right. We don't know if they're not mirror coated. Yeah. These Stegosaurus plates. We don't. We don't know. Nobody will ever know. Also, so. I want to add that they recently discovered that the Stegosaurus's neck is actually a little bit longer than they used to think it was. Oh, okay. So better so. reach. Think about that. <laughs> Eat leaves, they're a little farther away. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You should have picked Ankylosaurus. I don't think there's anything that could be that little fucker. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he just kind of cracks down, down and he's good. He's got like the spikes in the yeah. green tail, right? Yeah. yeah. People bite him and they get I mean, spikes. Yeah. Gigantosaurus is bigger, though. Yeah. So, I don't know. They probably, you know what would probably happen? You know that one, um, like, extremely well-preserved fossil finding that they found where it's these two dinosaurs, like, locked in mortal combat, mm -hmm. and then they just got, like, flooded over. Yeah. They're just in the mud. Yeah. I think that's what happened. I think it was, like, a velociraptor in one of those tiny triceratop-type ones. <laughs> Maybe a biceratop. Remember those? It was, like, a dromaeoceratops or something. Uh, Something like that, yeah. Yeah, or it's like the, you know, Cetacosaurus from from. I could be wrong. What's that book about the dinosaurs? Dinotopia. That we loved. You don't remember? Dinotopia. I don't know why. Dinotopia. Yes. Dinotopia. Like yeah, that's yeah. right. Cetacosaurus, I think, was the little the little guy. One of the yeah. little beak fuckers. Yeah. Yeah, and they could talk in Dinotopia. <laughs> So you know they were smart. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, yeah, I think that's a stalemate also. Stalemate. Okay. okay. Fair enough. That's acceptable. All right. <laughs> Who else we got? Um so I have kind of a kind of an experimental thing that I could try if you guys want to. We're good. What is that? <laughs> All right. So next Okay. Week, see, no, that's okay. No, see you guys next week. <laughs> Um, I was kind of thinking of like interesting different types of guys that are in the world. Okay. Okay. You know the okay. kind of stereotypes that we all know. Okay. Um, and I thought I could just kind of do like a brief little, a brief little, not quite a skit, like a one-sided dialogue of of a couple of these different types of guys that I like. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so the first type of guy, and I'm just going to be doing the guys dialogue. But if either of you feel like you want to jump in with any other, you know, snippets, you can. You don't have to. Mm -hmm. But this will just kind of be me um, okay. doing the the type of guys dialogue. And the first okay. type of guy I'm going to do is um, guy at a party whose dad is a state senator. Okay. So this is okay. this is guy at a party whose dad is a state senator, right. um, and he's talking to um, someone. Okay. Um, so here we go. Okay. Cool party. Yeah, this song's a banger. Yeah. What's your name? <laughs> yeah, I'm Doug. Yeah, yeah. So like, my dad is like a state senator. So like, basically, I can kind of do whatever I want. No, no, a state senator. Oh. Yeah, states have their own senate too. It's kind of weird. Knows that. 
Yeah. It's kind of cool. So, like, maybe we could do something. Oh, you got your friends over there? Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. The state. Let's see. Like, that, like, um, qualifier really brings it down. So cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like, he kind of thinks that it's the cool state senator will get him farther than yeah. it actually does. Yeah. yeah. So that is that. Pretty good. That is that type of guy. I can tell you guys really liked that yeah, and good. really got something out of it. Um, the next type of guy is a dad whose son is obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. And okay. he's trying to get him into the car. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. So here we go. Steven. Steven, push your brother down. No, you can't. He's three years old. He can't go hedgehog mode. <laughs> I don't even know what... It's where he rolls up in a little ball. Oh. No, you can't do that. Oh, actually... he Yes, he is moving around really fast like that. No. No, his, le his legs don't bend. Listen, we have to get in the car. Saw the movie one time. Yeah. Game so, that is kind of... His his son is trying to get his other son to go into hedgehog mode yeah. to kind of roll around. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Very nice. Like this? No, do it like this. <laughs> you know how, like little brothers yeah. talk to littler brothers. Yes, exactly. Uh -huh. <laughs> like that uh -huh. Yeah. Okay, that's all I had. Oh, that's okay. Oh, really? I just I had two guys. Two types of guys. Okay. Unless you unless you can think of any other types of guys there are. Those were kind of the two big ones that I thought of. Honestly. I mean, there's the type of guy that always one-ups the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Robert and I used to have a co-worker that would do this constantly. Oh, yeah. And uh, so we just call it, like, if if someone, if we meet someone who's like a one-upper, or like, oh, he's a bit of a Kirstein. That was, it, that was that guy. Yeah, yeah. So, and we just immediately know what that means. Yeah. Like, maybe a cool guy, but just always one-upping you. I, hate I, don't those guys. I don't have scenes like Josh does, but that's a definitely a type of guy. I might, yeah, I might have to work on a scene for that, because that is definitely a type of guy. Now, Josh, when you said you were going to do a little bit about different types of guys, I thought keeping with the toy theme, you might have, like, you have, so you have Action figures. one guy that has, yeah, so you have the the guy with all the bendy joints, uh -huh. obviously, and then you have the guy that has the hands and you hold stuff. Maybe yeah, just like, stick the thing in there. And the guys that have like the little like platform and they have the little holes in their feet and you stick them on there. That's mm, the yeah, guy. big you know, type of the... guy. Mm -hmm. There's also the type of guy where you know how like most action figures, the legs are kind of spread out a little bit in an action stance. There's also the type of guy where their legs are narrow so that they fit into a vehicle. That is a very important type of guy. Really cool outside of the vehicle. Right, but they need to exist. Right, so then you can build the vehicle. That kind of one, where his cape yep. was like... Yep. Not, it was like his cape was cloth, right? No. It, oh no, it was like the vinyl, it was kind of vinyl, and he could, it no, came off all the time. That's right. There was yeah. not a Batman... We have, we have had a lot of Batman <laughs> Well, there's definitely the Batman type of guy. 
that yes, hits in the, that, that is that his own field, type of guy. You can take him out, but mm-hmm. it's all for naught because he's in the sitting position and his cape is like stuck to his body because it has to fit in there. Well, no, see, oh, that, that it, he wasn't in the sitting position. Like, unless I'm thinking of something else. Was there a Batman guy where he was only sitting and you couldn't move his legs? That's yeah. Weird. From what I remember, uh, yeah, but maybe we I think so. We also had that sucks. Ones. <laughs> yeah. We had a motorcycle. One. Yeah. Batman yeah. Uh-huh. Motorcycle, you could take him off, but he was, I mean, you know, he's like. <laughs> he's he was always in that stance. Yeah. His leg yeah. bent, yeah. hunched over. Yeah. Like he's he's cl- climbing a building, maybe, but you can't. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> 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 or crawling, I don't know. Yeah. So you have to come up with these scenarios. I'm, Joker or Two-Face, I don't know, froze his legs or something so he can't walk. I don't know. Yeah. So. So next week's episode is going to be about different type of guys, yeah, obviously. What's yeah. For next week. Hmm. Checking my list. Legos. We could do Cabbage Patch Kids. That was another example. Oh yeah. I know nothing Green about Blast. those. I know nothing about Cabbage Patch Kids either. I think they're hideous. Yeah. They look like Amy okay. Schumer. Oh, famously. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So famously, just like eliminates per- the personal responsibility from saying something, right? Yeah, okay. it's like everybody knows that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. Well, stay tuned for next week. We're going to talk about Cabbage Patch Kids. Cool. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.